Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or have made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636-778-3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining me today. Today's podcast is titled, What Diet is Best for You? Uh, And I just want to talk a little bit about dieting uh, in general, but just all of the different types of diets that we're hearing about. As I scroll through social media, I just see so much about different types of diets. And of course, being in the fitness industry for almost 20 years, I've obviously been watching different fads and different trends with different diets Uh, for many years. So I'm used to this, but it just seems like recently 
it's so much stronger. You know, we, we see so much about a paleo style diet or a ketogenic diet, uh, uh, being vegetarian or being vegan, uh, being on a high carb diet and uh, being on a macronutrient tracking diet um, or intermittent fasting or that style diet. There's just so many different options out there that are being promoted. And now we have so many different products that correspond with those particular diets. So you don't really always know if the diet is really the best option for you or if it's just someone that's trying to sell you something. And I often get messages in my Facebook that will start out with someone that's acting as if they want to get to know me. And I just am so used to it now at this point. And I'm certainly not always really open or receptive to those because, um, you know, you just never really know what someone's intent is. And then two messages later, they're trying to sell me a product. And maybe that product is um, the quickest, easiest way to lose weight, or that product is something that, you know, is gonna make you the healthiest you've ever been. And I've just never really been a product chaser. Uh, the reason why I have the relationship that I have with O'Fallon Nutrition and have sent people to the to that store for over 15 years is because when I send people there, they don't try to upsell them. They don't try to send them home with products that I didn't suggest or that they don't really need. They just have good quality products with good quality ingredients. So I know that I can send someone down there. But nowadays, when you get sold a product, you don't always know what the reason that you're being sold the product is. Is it just because it's a great product at, that has a, a great cost basis on it for the owner? Therefore, they're in a position that they're always going to want to attach that to whatever you're doing? Or is it a product that literally could make life-altering results and truly could produce better health? And that's why I've always, you know, tried to associate myself with places like O'Fallon Nutrition, um, you know, or, or places like that, that I can trust that when I send people there, they're going to be in a position to where they're not just being sold a product just because it's a good um, moneymaker for the company. It's a good product and it can actually produce results in your health. So when it comes down to determining what diet is truly the best diet for you and how to select between all those diets that I mentioned in the beginning, my advice to you first off is truly wholeheartedly to just not go on a diet, um, to get yourself to a position to where you decide, I'm done dieting, I'm not doing the latest fad, I'm not doing keto, I'm not doing uh, you know, uh, the macronutrient uh, counting diet, I'm not doing paleo, I'm going to just live a healthy lifestyle and make clean choices and try to pay attention to what my ingredients are and understand if I'm balancing those nutrients on a daily basis. To me, the most important diet you can be on is a diet that has balanced nutrients. So understanding that when you're eating, you're getting the right amount of carbohydrates and the right type of carbohydrates for your body, which could be different for your best friend, and it could be different for your neighbor, and it could be different for your spouse. But understanding and learning you know, what types of carbs work best for you can take time. That's why my nutrition program is five months long. It takes time for me to really learn a person's body. And then understanding how your body metabolizes fat, how much of that fat it's going to need, 
What does it take to really truly sustain you and keep your blood sugar calm and to keep you from having this, the, the spikes and to have, you know, the huge drops in your blood sugar? And what amount of protein makes sense for you? How are you digesting the protein? Are you over consuming on protein? Is that protein converting to glucose the same way that the carbs are? You know, are you taking in the wrong type of protein? Is it too much animal protein and your body isn't actually breaking it down? And so you're feeling sluggish and tired from taking on too much animal protein or are you consuming too much protein that's derived from carbohydrates like beans and peas and are you having some type of allergic response to having that as well understanding what the right amounts of everything and what the appropriate style of eating could take a lifetime. You might be ever changing that. That might change by the season. That might change through different uh, health difficulties. That might change through different years and ages that you are. So you have to be able to recognize first your body. And what is your body telling you when you feel certain symptoms? So if I eat and I'm hungry and tired an hour after I eat, then I know that combination wasn't the right combination for me. If I'm always hungry all day long, then I know the combinations that I'm getting are not the right combinations for me. If I'm attempting to fast yet I feel starving all day long, fasting probably isn't working for me and this probably isn't the right time in my life for me to be fasting. If I'm, if I'm trying to do a ketogenic diet, but I'm starving all the time, there's a really good chance I have not reached ketosis. Therefore, I have no business trying to do a ketogenic diet until I get with someone that can actually help me to be able to do it correctly. There's dangers to each of those diets that I mentioned if they're done incorrectly. And you can't expect to know the ins and outs of a diet just because you follow a certain person on Instagram or just because you read bodybuilding.com or just because you get certain magazines. These are tidbits, very small tidbits of information. And like the type of information that I get out in a podcast or even the people I follow, they're only getting so much information out there to you. And that's not enough to just to just dive into a diet. If you truly wholeheartedly wish to do something similar to intermittent fasting or something similar to a ketogenic diet, uh, potentially you are an animal protein eating person and you decide that you want to go into more of a vegan lifestyle and less animal protein, you should consider getting with a professional so they can balance those macronutrients out, you know, appropriately. I just had someone say, um, uh, Dr. Stephen Gundry and macro diet always in a deficit protein first veggies second, then carbs. That might work great for Brian. And that's wonderful that you found your combo that works great for you and what makes you feel your best but there are some people that may not need as much protein as the other person. What you want is to find that balance and to see what you're feeling throughout the day and what are those symptoms and what are those feelings actually doing for you. Controlling blood sugar for any diet is the key. Making sure that you're managing the amount of sugar that you're taking in so it's not converting super quick, blowing up your blood sugar and then collapsing on you, therefore limiting the amount of energy that you end up having for the rest of the day. My suggestion 100% is always stop dieting. 
once and for all and decide that you're going to live a healthy lifestyle. Therefore, the choices that you are going to make are going to be healthy choices. You're not just going to run out the door and say, I haven't eaten all day. I have no food with me. I'm just going to somehow pick something up through a drive-thru. No, I'm absolutely positively going to try to find a solution and I'm going to prepare and think what am I going to eat the next day? And if it does mean that I have to get it quick and on the go, I'm going to have a healthy scenario for what that is. I'm not going to say I didn't prepare, therefore I'm going to go ahead and have a bun and french fries. That's no reason to have a bun and french fries. Having a bun and french fries is I'm out with my family, it's my birthday, and my favorite meal is a bacon cheeseburger and french fries, then that's what you should have. And on that note, uh, Deciding that you want to have balance with your meals doesn't have to mean that you need to be able to incorporate poison into your diet. So the reality is, is that there's a clean option for almost everything that you would like to eat. I mean, honestly, I cannot believe the types of things that we've come up with for clients over the years. You know, if a client is just used to being able to have ice cream and wants to consistently have ice cream, we've come up with different ice cream recipes so that, you know, they can use their ice cream maker and they can do, instead of heavy whipping cream, they can do coconut cream. Instead of sugar, they do protein powder. Instead of, um, you know, just actual regular milk, they do coconut milk. Like, then they get to have ice cream and their ice cream is basically like just sitting and eating a protein shake for the most part. But understanding that you can still have pizza, but if you know pizza is making you sick, then have that pizza made on a cauliflower crust. And instead of using uh, MSG laden, um, completely injected meat like sausage and pepperoni, then have hamburger or have chicken or have a ton of vegetables on top of that pizza. Tell you what, if the cheese is bothering you, don't put the cheese on there or use something like goat cheese. There's always an alternative. So instead of having to poison yourself because you're thinking eating clean means I never get to eat anything fun and I can't eat a clean diet because I just simply can't, you know, stay that focused. Don't live that way. Don't tell yourself that you can't have anything. Tell yourself you can have whatever you want, but you choose not to have poisonous ingredients. You know, some people say, I don't want to live the rest of my life not being able to eat a donut, Debbie. That's fine. But if you eat that donut and it raises your blood pressure and it puts you in a position where your brain has changed and you're now feeling depressed again, or your autoimmune um, issues start coming back up, I don't think the donut is worth it. And I truly wholeheartedly from the bottom of my heart think that you're giving into your fleshly desires and you're ignoring the fact that you need to be serving something beyond your own personal desires for food. And there's so many people that are so locked into that position. You know, they truly feel like I have to feed the flesh. I have to feed the flesh. It's it's like they feel like it's a God-given um thing that we should be able to feed our fleshly desires for food. But in essence, we go to the Lord and we ask him for healing and we ask him for prayer. We have to also be willing to show him that we are creating balance, but we're not creating balance with that poison. And I just had someone say that they need help with this. They've been diagnosed with high blood pressure, do not sleep well, can't find the balance for my body. 
Jenny, you maybe need to not try to do it on your own. Maybe you need someone to try to come in and help you. I can remember for years, even as a personal trainer, I had a very difficult time finding balance in what the right diet was. I can tell you I've done a high protein diet. I've done an all protein diet. I've done a high carb diet. I've done ketogenic diet. I've done paleo diet. I've done intermittent fasting. I've done just fast, don't eat. I've done less animal protein. I've done more animal protein. It's taken me a lot of time to be able to figure out what was the right thing for me. But one of the most beneficial things I did was bring someone into my corner and build a team that was assisting me. So I wouldn't feel like you have to go at it alone, Jenny. It's a lot. You probably have a profession that you're very good at. You wouldn't expect me to just jump into your profession and know everything that you know look at it like I really need someone to join forces with me so that I'm not trying to figure this all out alone. And as your life changes, as your hormones change, as you have a baby, and this goes for men as well, as you have a baby and your sleep patterns change and your stress levels change, as you age, your food is going to need to change as well. But again, I go back to what I started with in the beginning is you have to learn uh, to identify with the symptoms that your body's experiencing and the lulls and the different energy issues that your body's going through, you have to be able to identify that and you have to be able to say, okay, I need to know how I need to shift my food based off of what I'm feeling. And if I eat a bunch of poisonous ingredients and I've literally made myself toxic, I even to some extent need to know what it's going to take to make myself less toxic. And then maybe learn that the next time I decide to go for something, as I mentioned before, maybe I won't go for something quite so poisonous so that I don't make such a negative impact. Now, when we think about uh, macronutrient, um, eat for your macros, uh, go into the MyFitnessPal and track your uh, macros every single day diet, I think that is fantastic for someone to get started. Just like I think curves was a great option for people to get off the couch and to get started, but it's not the forever option for exercise. You need more, you need different, you need flexibility, mobility, you need a, a broader range. I think that uh, doing something like Weight Watchers or Nutrisystem is a great way to get a person started, but it's not a lifelong, a life-altering change. So I look at a macronutrient tracking diet the same way. You shouldn't have to spend the rest of your life living underneath a, a, a count. How many carbs am I having today? How many calories am I having today? How many pro, you know, proteins? How many fats am I having in a day? Does it all fit? What you should, in my opinion, look at is balance. Am I having a balance of the right carbs, the right fats, and the right proteins? Learning how you feel with certain balances of those, a little bit more protein, a little bit more carbs at different times a day, depending, different types, maybe busier days, you get a little more of this, a little less of that. But then in addition, just understanding that your ingredients matter so much. So just because something may or may not fit into a macronutrient profile doesn't mean it's a good food for you. So you might actually eat a food that has, you know, uh, let's say you're eating a beef and you're picking it up and it has seasoning on it. And in that seasoning, it has sugar and MSG on it, but that fits your macronutrient profile. So let's say you have a trainer that gives you a macronutrient profile. And if you eat that amount, that beef every single day, it fits in that profile, but you don't realize that you're actually poisoning yourself because you're putting MSG in your body and sugar every single day by eating that particular meat. 
you might be following your macros perfectly and you may even lose weight, but that doesn't mean your digestion will be good. Maybe your joints will start acting up. Maybe your skin is going to start flaring up because you're not paying attention to what's actually in the food. And then there are some folks that might do something like, for example, like a Pop-Tart. They might say, well, the Pop-Tart fit into my macros, so I'm, I'm going to stick with it for the day. But do, does the Pop-Tart fit with your liver? You know, is your liver responding to the Pop-Tart? Is your gut responding to the Pop-Tart? Is your brain responding to the Pop-Tart? It's more than what fits into your macros. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I feel like at some point people will fall off of that type of diet because they're sick and tired of having to track every living thing that they put in their mouth. I will reiterate again, don't tell yourself that you cannot have anything. You can have whatever you want. There is no law. We don't live in a communist country. You can eat whatever you want, but you will reap what you sow. So you will pay the consequence for those poisonous foods. And what I truly, I'm considered a fanatic for this, or I guess you could politely call it passionate. What I speak out every day is that people are dealing with disease every single day in their body that they don't need to be dealing with because they're taking the choice of this poisonous ingredient when they could just have this instead and they wouldn't have near the amount of response that they're having from those poisonous ingredients. So my point is, why take in poison if, you can, if it can be made clean? If there is a clean option to what you're taking in, why take it in? Now, why would you do a paleo style diet? A paleo, to me, a paleo style diet slash Mediterranean style diet, in my opinion, over the years of the experience of working with people for almost 20 years, that is what I found keeps people the most balanced. They have the most balanced blood sugar. They have the least amount of histamine responses. You know, they're not dealing with chronic inflammation in their body near as much. They're not catching as many viruses as other people. That is a paleo Mediterranean style diet. Um, I find very limited that people do well with grains. So when I say Mediterranean, I say that in a somewhat limited way because a Mediterranean style diet does allow for some minimal grains. And I don't have a lot of people that do great with grains, most especially something that has gluten in it for sure. So what are other options or what are other things to consider? Other things to consider a ketogenic diet. I have found it to be life altering for clients that have autoimmune disease, epilepsy, or just general sugar uh, addiction. It's a great way to get your way out of a sugar addiction. It is a terrible diet to do if you're not going to be consistent. And if you plan to cheat, your liver will be disturbed by it. Your cholesterol will be disturbed by it. It is a terrible, terrible diet to cheat on. And I honestly think the only way I would suggest doing a ketogenic diet is in a clean way. That means bacon, pork rinds, and cheese, not every single day. That is not the types of foods that you'd be eating you would be eating a clean ketogenic diet, which would include good healthy vegetables, but would still keep you at a 20 to 25 gram carb uh, per day diet. Now, a lot of people think that just because they eat a paleo diet, they're actually on a low carb diet. Most paleo diets focus on fruits and vegetables and they don't even really do starchy vegetables. 
That's not a low carb diet. Most of those paleo style diets are around 100 grams of carbs per day. They're just coming from fruits and vegetables. So they're slow to convert to sugar, which is excellent for your insulin. It's excellent for inflammation. And it's really going to be great for blood sugar control. But please don't mistake in that you're on a low carb diet because you are not. The initial diet that I typically put people on is a, a Mediterranean style, paleo style diet. And it is primarily fruits and vegetables, but is by no means a low carb diet. A low carb diet is going to be around 50 grams of carbs per day. And a ketogenic diet will be around 20 to 25 grams of carbs per day. Now, another thing to consider is animal protein. Do you want to eat animal protein? Do you not want to eat animal protein? What are your reasons? My reasons for limiting animal protein is because I find myself having hormonal responses to chicken and eggs, as well as I'm having digestive issues from chicken and eggs. I end up finding that my homeopathic doctor ends up dealing with heavy metals every time I, I consume or, or over consume on fish. So I have found a local farmer, Missouri grass-fed meats, that I get, or I get it at O'Fallon Nutrition, just depending on what I can do, either have them send it or I go to O'Fallon Nutrition for it. And I eat grass-finished beef once a day. And I only have three ounces and I have it with some mushrooms and some onions. I do it once a day and that's it. So I only take in animal protein once a day. The other times that I have protein, I have from collagen. And then the other time I have it from hemp protein. So those are my sources of protein that I work with. I chose to drop my animal protein down to one serving a day because I wasn't feeling good when I would eat animal protein. I felt swollen and heavy. I have plenty of clients that do not have allergic responses to organic chicken, organic turkey, organic eggs. So I'm by no means going to put everyone on that diet, but there have been some clients over the years that I've suggested, let's manipulate your animal protein a little bit and see what happens and see how you feel. I even have some clients that I say, let's go a couple days without it and get your protein from those other sources. But let's go a couple of days without it, especially those clients that really have difficulty with breaking down their food. Leaky gut syndrome, uh, Crohn's syndrome, ulcerative colitis. You know, if you're really struggling, taking one to two days a week where you are fasting, maybe an extended fast, and on those extended fast days, if you choose to not bring animal protein in, but maybe bring your protein in from a collagen source or from a hemp source, that might give your digestive tract the break that the next day when you choose to have that animal protein, you may still need to bring something like betaine in to be able to break it down, but you'll be in a position where you really gave it the opportunity to take a break. That's what I've found that I've needed, but not everybody needs that. If I put my husband on that diet, he would be malnutritioned. He has to have animal protein. He feels terrible without animal protein. Uh, you can just see it's like someone sucks the life out of him if he doesn't have it. And I don't just mean that emotionally. His body really requires it. It's taken us time to figure that out though. That didn't happen overnight. We didn't determine that overnight. That's why it isn't always great to just on your own decide, I'm going to do keto diet. I'm going to do fasting diet. I'm going to do paleo diet. I'm going to do high carb diet. Figure out what your body utilizes efficiently and then build a diet around that. But again, stop dieting and just start really making good, clean choices and come up with very specific alternatives for poison because that poison is going to poison you, whether it's your off meal or not. And why deal with it when there's so many alternatives nowadays to making something without the poisonous ingredients? You can do that for yourself and for your children. Now, 
Why would you decide to fast? Well, there's multiple reasons for fasting. I've never been one to recommend it for weight loss. It's just not how I think. I don't think let's starve ourselves in order to lose weight. I first look at it as an opportunity to give your body a break, release the growth hormone slightly longer, and to build energy in the mitochondria. That's what I see as the most beneficial reasons to fast and to start fasting. So ideally, why would you decide to do intermittent fasting? Because it could give your body the break. It could, it, if you have autoimmune condition or if you have digestive issues, if you have joint issues, if your body's in a kind of chronic state of responding from food, it's really going to give it the opportunity to get that rest and that break that you need. I also believe that it really can get a person into a more effective state with their metabolism if they do it appropriately. Now, extended fast over and over and over and over again, no, that would actually slow down your metabolism. So you want to do it right. That's why I recommend getting with a professional. That's why I suggest, you know, maybe coming in and doing a five-month nutrition program. Because if you're starving during a fast, you're not fasting right. You want to get yourself into a fat-adapted state before you even start fasting. So there's a precursor to the fasting. So don't just jump into fasting just because you read it on a magazine. Really find out what would be the right method for you. Start to narrow down your eating window. Maybe make it to where you start eating at 9 instead of 6 a.m. a couple days a week. Not every day, just a couple days a week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to eat at 9 a.m. instead of 6 a.m. and shorten my fasting window or shorten my eating window. Then maybe I'm going to move to where I'm going to start eating at 11 three days a week. Then I'll start to work at eating at 12 three days a week. One of those three days a week, I'm going to bring it until four o'clock and do an extended fast and only have one meal that day. But I want you to understand when you're intermittent fasting and you're still eating at 12 and you're pushing it off until 12, you're still getting all of your calories in for the day. So, you know, the only day that you're getting limited calories is when you do that extended fast. So we shouldn't be significantly lowering or slowing your metabolism because we should be getting all your calories in for the day. The extended fast is what you want to be cautious with doing over and over and over and over again, back to back, back to back, back to back. You know, if you want to do a three-day fast, fantastic, but then get yourself back on good food, whole food, reboot your metabolism and get it rolling again because you can raise cortisol with those fasts. So you don't want to just do them all the time. You can also slow down the adrenals if you're doing them inappropriately. So so what is the point of this message? Make a lifestyle change. Don't start a diet. Just tell yourself today, I'm not going to fail on another diet because I'm not going to start another diet. I'm going to make clean choices every time I eat. I'm going to look at my plate and I'm going to say I have a good quality source of protein here. I have a good quality source of fat and I have a good quality source of carbs. All of that combined is making me feel balanced. I can go three to four hours without eating again. I feel like I don't have an inflammatory response. My joints aren't hurting. My skin's not causing issues. I don't have issues within my gut. I'm not having consistent migraines or allergies. Those are all signs that you're not building histamine levels with the foods that you're eating. Please, your doctor was not really taught to talk to you about nutrition. Don't expect or be disappointed when you go to the doctor's office that they're not telling you to do any of these things. 
that's not their area of expertise. Now, if you're going to a functional medicine doctor or maybe a specialized chiropractor, then of course, they may try to get to the root cause of why you're feeling a certain way. But you want to seek someone that's going to coach you from a health perspective on nutrition, and that would be someone separate from a doctor. For more information on a five-month nutrition program with myself here at Integrity Training Systems, you can take a look at us at integritytraininggroup.com, or you can call us today at 636-299-2208, and to come in and schedule a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers, where they will identify any muscle imbalances that you have, teach you how to foam roll, teach you how to stretch and just really help you to know how you should be working out. You again can give us a call to schedule that at our O'Fallon location or our Clayton location at 636-299-2208. Remember, stop the dieting and just decide that you're going to change your life for the better and create a healthy lifestyle by eating clean, good, whole food ingredients, nutrient-dense meals, and stop balancing your life by telling yourself it's okay to eat poison and start looking at all the alternatives to those poison, those poisonous ingredients. There's so much out there available so that you do not have to poison yourself and still be able to have an off meal and really enjoy it. If you're struggling, come to someone like me, get one of my cookbooks. There's lots of options out there. There's so many cleaner options to taking in poison. Quit telling yourself you can't have certain foods. Quit telling yourself you're restricted. You're not. You can have anything you want. You just have to pay the consequences if you have some of those foods. My suggestion, find a clean alternative to those poisonous foods. I pray for you all. I pray that you will have really blessed, healthy uh, days and that you'll make choices that will change your life. Every choice you make is, could be a very positive change for you. God bless you.